Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we'll be bringing you to a new destination with our travel experts, chatting to our clickies and industry experts, teaching you about some travel tips, tricks and more. So without further ado, our first episode. If you don't know who we are, Click and Go is an online travel agency offering Sun City Cruise USA and worldwide destinations. We pride ourselves on the expertise of our team and we're based in on Talbot Street in Dublin 1. We have 60 people working in the office across sales, support, marketing, product, IT, finance, etc. I'm Eleanor and I work on the marketing team as content marketing specialist. In this episode, we'll be talking to Adele from our holiday support team about Las Vegas, talking to our CEO Paul about all things Click and Go and travel, and giving you some top tips on family holidays. Our first resort report is the City of Lights Las Vegas and to talk about it we have our very own Idal and Maraid. Both Idal and Maraid have been working in Click and Go for a year and a half. Idal has been working in travel for 17 years. She's the cruise administrator on our holiday support team supporting our customers with any questions, queries or changes they have to their cruise holiday. Maraid has been working in travel for 21 years. Hmm. She's our product development manager for USA Cruise and Worldwide Holidays. So she does everything to make sure that we have destinations and offers for Cruise USA and Worldwide Holidays on clickandgo.com. And she works with every team to make sure our customers know about them. Idal has been to Las Vegas about four times. Maraid has been once and I have yet to visit, but it's top of my list to go. And if I could time travel, it's probably the first place I'd time travel to. So, Idel, Las Vegas. Yeah. You've been four times. Four what times. have you done? What have you loved? How have you travelled? I have loved every last bit of Las Vegas. Every time you go, it's completely different. Um, seeing it is believing. Like, if you don't like gambling, it doesn't matter. It has something for everybody. The shows are out of this world. And the trips you can do. Everything. I, I would highly recommend everybody go to Las Vegas at least once. And what about you, Maraid? Yes, absolutely. Adele's hit the nail on the head there. It doesn't matter why you're going. Is it a group of girls? Are you going with your partner? Are you going over to celebrate somebody's wedding? Um, it's not about gambling. There is something for everybody at every time of the year. So it's not just a summer destination. It's a winter destination. Um, it just depends on what you want to celebrate. Um, there's always going to be an excuse to go to Las Vegas. Yeah, definitely. Even if you want to go just for shopping, you can still go. Most people think in New York and Boston, things like that, you can go to Las Vegas and do your shopping. Mm, well. They're tax-free, premium outlets. That's it. Just two. Just two. And then there's all the malls, there's all the shops, all the casinos have something. Mm. So you can still do your shopping as well. Yeah, I know. A few weeks ago, I was talking to one of my friends about Vegas and she was like, oh, but there's only gambling there. You're only in the casinos. And I was like, "No, wait till I tell you what the team have told me. There is so much more to it. Yeah, there is. Absolutely. There is. It's great. Even the nightlife, like if you're not into going to nightclubs and stuff like that, you can do one of the trips. You can do a limo trip at night and go see the whole strip and bring you to the Las Vegas sign. To that was something you did on one yeah. of your trips, wasn't I did. it? That was just ad hoc, wasn't that it? Was, that, that, yeah. was, that was it. We seen it and then we're like, oh, we really want to do that. Then um, we went down to concierge and we asked the concierge about it and they said, hang on a second. And they ran out to all the hotels have limos parked outside like taxis. And they went out and they asked one of the drivers, are you willing to do it? And they said, yeah, they'd do it. 
and they took us off for three hours and they brought us not only around the strip they brought us to places in vegas that the tourists wouldn't necessarily go to to show us everything. and you hadn't planned that in advance sure you hadn't, hadn't planned you it. just you just decided we, when we, you arrived yeah we've seen something saying uh we've seen the limos on the airport we're like oh we really want to do the limos and then we got back to the hotel and we were looking to see what we were going to do and there's something about a limo trip and i was like oh the limo trip would be good. And we went down and we just started speaking to concierge. And how much was the limo trip, roughly? $150, I think it was. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good hours. value. For three hours. For three hours, yeah. And it was supposed to be a stretch limo. And then when we went to get in the stretch limo, um, the stretch limo had an airport job. So we ended up getting a Hummer, which was even better again. <laughs> Talk about getting your Vegas <laughs> yeah. trip off to the right note. Like. Yeah, so we got a Hummer. It was great. And there was like a big sound system and stuff in it. So we just flew up and down the strip being our own DJs <laughs> we had all cocktails everything it was amazing it was well worth it I'd say it's definitely a night one get there night get one to, yeah. get familiarise yourself with Vegas that's exactly what see we what did. you want to do for the next few days yeah because when you're driving around you're like oh look at that I want to go back and see that so it is it's great you have to go you have to go and speak to the concierge or you can pre-book it if you want oh. to but like sometimes when you're, you're like when you get back from shopping or you're doing stuff you're like oh I don't really know what I want to do and then think of doing the limo trip. It's well worth it. Mm. And then you can do helicopters at night as well. Like if you want to see the strip at night. Yeah, the helicopter the... trip to the Grand Canyon, which Marie that was did. That was my favourite. Again, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be big into the gambling. Um, my only visit to Las Vegas, I went in July. So going to the desert nice in July. Nice and toasty. Yes, yeah. Nice and oh, sweaty. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wasn't clever on that one. But... Um, we went and did the helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon and that was just, it was breathtaking because there's only one way to see the Grand Canyon and that's the from the air. I mean, there's, there's great excursions, you know, you know, coaches around the Grand Canyon, but seeing it from the air is fabulous. And then one of the best views is flying back into Las Vegas. I mean, Las Vegas is literally in the middle of the desert yep. and in the distance, you can't see Las Vegas. It was the sun bouncing off the glass of the Luxor Hotel, shining in the distance. And that's how we could see Las Vegas as we flew back in and down the strip. But absolutely worth it. It's something that does book up very quickly. Mm. Um, I would do, I would book that in advance before yeah. going out um, and definitely plan that in. Maybe if you're going to do it during the daytime or if you're doing it in the morning, uh, don't have a heavy night the night before. <laughs> um, but absolutely. It, it's, it's one of those trips that's a little bit more on the pricey side. It's a couple of hundred dollars. Yeah, there's um, a few ones in a lifetime. Yeah, it, yeah it's a bucket yeah. list thing, but absolutely well worth it. And the you've got two worlds. Sounds- fabulous and then you come in to vegas when all the lights are it's starting twinkling. to come on and twinkling yeah, yeah. but you're just you're just seeing two different worlds mm. you know the natural beauty of the grand canyon and it's so vast um and then just coming into you know the the bright lights and shiny commercialism of a city the that's man-made in the, yeah city. that's in the middle of nowhere so just two worlds colliding definitely worth doing yeah and when you're in vegas where did you stay I've stayed in New York, New York, and I've stayed in the Excalibur because just for me personally, I prefer that end of the strip mm. because for me, it, this is just personal. Um, down the other side where the Bellagio and stuff is, it just seems more crowded because there's a lot more people going, obviously, to see the water feature, the Bellagio, and and that's why I prefer the other side where you can walk down. Mm. Like, it's a nice walk. You get to see all the other hotels and it's just not as crowded. Mm. Yeah, you wouldn't want too many people. I imagine down with the Blasio would just be yeah. mental. Yeah, every yeah, what? 
I already did a every fountains. 15 minutes oh 15 minutes yeah. oh Jesus yeah no, but I'd every 15 minutes those fountains are packed mm. you see the fountains are packed and then you have on Treasure Island as well they used to have a pirate show mm. the, um, I remember hearing about that from watching Miss Congeniality <laughs> too alright yeah the pirate show then outside the Mirage I think it is it has the volcano that erupts mm. like all the hotels have something for everyone that's the thing yeah. you know walking it, it doesn't matter what end of the strip you're at I mean I stayed in Planet Hollywood which is right yeah. in the centre um, just down from the Bellagio and I mean, everywhere is busy in Vegas anyway. But walking up and down the strip, it's so well worth it. The hotels themselves are attractions in themselves. Mm. Um, best place in the world for people watching. You know, the weirder, the wackier, the more <laughs> you fit in in Las Vegas. Um, so just walking up and down and you can go into every hotel. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was there in July. We had no choice. We had to go in for a bit of a blast <laughs> of air conditioning, um, a drink and maybe a quick flutter as you walk down yeah. the strip. Um, but they've got so much to offer, be it the casino themselves, um, just the type of hotel. All of the hotels have a theme to mm. them and they they will have some little catch or gimmick or they'll have a shopping mall onto yeah. it. You know, like the Venetian has a massive indoor shopping mall. You know that. Um, you feel like they're shopping, go yeah. for a gondola ride. Yeah. Exactly. You know, with the ceiling that simulates, you know, the different the different weather you can have a thunderstorm it can be night time um, and you feel like you're walking the streets of Venice yeah. in the Venetian amazing yeah, yeah. and uh, you said Fremont Street before is Fremont. the spot for people watching and yeah the weird and wonderful people that like Las Vegas brings yeah and you'd find a lot of locals down in Fremont Street as well because in Fremont Street there's a lot of um, bands playing so they have all bars set up where you can get these big, huge three foot high cocktails for like $20 and the band is playing and that's all free. And you're there getting entertained for free, watching all these crazy people, like seven foot high people dressed head to toe as What are they? Out, are they out on the street, Adele? Or yeah. are they in the bars? No, really, it's, the bars are set Everywhere. up on the street. No, the bars are set up on the street. And yeah. So the entertainment is free, obviously not yeah. the drinks. No, the drinks you have to pay for. Entertainment is free. <laughs> Just to and then you get to see all the people flying through Fremont Street attached to those wire tops. Oh, the zip, zip lines. Zip yeah, lines, yeah. 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 So the band fast. is going and these crazy people are flying high past it and all the lights and it's just a great, it's great atmosphere down there. Is that where the Welcome to Las Vegas sign is? Or where did you get... Because I never got my photo taken by the Welcome to... Imagine. You have to go back. Yeah, well, there you go. There's my excuse to go back. Mm. So never had that opportunity. But I've seen the photo on your desk in the office. Yeah. When did you get that done? I got that done on my limo trip. On your limo trip. On my limo trip, my driver brought us to the Las Vegas sign. And when you're at the Las Vegas sign, there's a man that takes your picture and he Bluetooths it. He has a professional camera and he Bluetooths it to your phone. (laughs) <laughs> and you only man. have to tip him oh clever amazing. man I was yeah. just going to say man. how much does that no, cost no you just have to tip him he stands Sounds like a little good side hustle yeah, for him yeah you just have to give him a tip that's all you have to do and is and it jammers that... down there no no, no. and it's actually very um, everybody's very mannerly they all take their turns oh really there's no hustle bustle pushing if you were staying down on the strip though can you walk to that sign or do you have to no you like, can walk to it you can walk you it, can yeah, walk yeah. Okay. to it. it I think it's down by the MGM Grand it's up that way oh right yeah. so you, yeah. you okay. can walk back up so what way you came back in yeah. on your helicopter you would have flew, flew over flew over that way yeah. Yeah. yeah we went to one of the Cirque du Soleil shows in the MGM 
That was Amazing. fantastic. Oh, out of this world. I mean, Cirque have around, I think, 10 shows or something. And they're all exclusive to Just Vegas. You won't see them on you the won't tour see them in circuit. anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I, I, I mean, it's it's so difficult to choose mm, which, which one, one? Do, which one do you which one do you go and uh, and see? But definitely worth seeing one of them. And speaking of shows, I believe you went to a very I unique went, show experience. I went to a dinner show called Tony and Tina's Wedding in the Bali's Hotel. <laughs> it is one of the craziest show dinners that you're ever gonna go to. You have to go. You have to. You're invited to a wedding, so you're either on the groom side or the bride side. Everybody is crazy, and you're just sitting there trying to have your dinner at this wedding, surrounded by actors and fighting, and the wedding singer is supposed to be drunk, and the priest is drunk, and there's a nun, and it's just so funny. No matter what age you are, what kind of group you're with, go to the show. It's well worth it. And it's a dinner show, so you get fed as well. <laughs> fed and entertained all at the same time where did you hear about that I seen it I, I visited a couple of websites before I went uh, like visit Las Vegas visit Las Vegas, Vegas website is yeah. really good for planning mm, in advance definitely, yeah, yeah and there was I seen this Tony and Tina's wedding and I was like okay that sounds a bit weird I'll have a look and see what that is and we looked into it and I was like oh that sounds okay we have to give it a try and then we went we loved it and we have been recommended to everybody since Everybody has to go. It sounds absolutely amazing. You sent us a clip in work and it looks like an absolutely (laughs) gas way to start your night out in Vegas. Go there, have your dinner, have your drinks and then you're well revved up for a night out. Yeah, you get your photo taken with the bride and groom. It's like you are at this wedding. You are a member of this family, even if you don't want to be. Big Italian family. That's it. If you thought you had problems in your own family, go to this family. (laughs) It's just great. It's a brilliant show. And were the shows expensive? No. No, the shows aren't. It depends on what you want. Yeah. Like, you can get the VIP and you can go and meet the celebrities mm. and you're going to pay for that. Or you can just get a standard ticket between anything 50 to maybe $60, $70. Oh, wow, that's really cheap. Mm. Yeah, it's not bad. I thought it'd be well mm. over 100 Well, again, it, ju- it depends on the show and it yeah. depends on what seats you get. But it, it's one of them things that you would definitely want to plan in advance. If yeah, you want to see one of the residencies, like, like you say, you're holding out for tickets. Yeah, exactly. So there are things that you would have to plan in, advance. in advance. There are loads of websites. You visit Las Vegas. Yeah. It's a fantastic but website for telling shows you what shows like, are on there. Um, the wedding and Magic Mike, did you book them beforehand or when you were there? No, we booked when we were there. Oh, okay. Because um, with the wedding, we didn't know what night we were going to do it because we had so much other things we wanted to mm. try and fit in. So when we were there, we were like, okay, say it was the Tuesday or something, we were like, oh, I'd love to do that on the tour state. We went down to the ticket desk in our hotel and they can book mm. it. And they can book you a dinner in a different hotel as well. Oh, brilliant. So you can go down and have your dinner in the hotel and then go to the show afterwards. The concierge in any of the hotels, oh, they can amazing. be like your best friend. Yeah, you, they you seem know, to be Yeah, They're, they're in like, the know, yeah. they know, they know what's and going on. And they've seen the yeah, shows. Yeah, the majority yeah. of the time they've seen the shows, so yeah. they can tell you, like, especially with the Cirque du Soleil, yeah. They can tell you which one is... Yeah. Well, they, they probably know more. the people in the shows. Yeah, you know, They're the eyes and ears on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That's be your best friend. Friend. How long did you go for, Adele? Did you go for... Every time. Oh, wait, bar one time, I only went for five days. That's because I came from Mexico. I did... So you, you, it was always a twin, twin centre. Yeah, that uh, time yeah, I yeah. did twin centre. Uh, every other time I've gone for a week. Week, yeah. A week, and have you yeah. gone just Vegas? Just Vegas, bar once I went to Mexico first. No, you okay. did a fly drive though as well, didn't you? Uh, yeah, but I went to Vegas and then we drove to LA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I, I did in LA, the first time I went to Vegas, I did this tour 
again seen it on visit las vegas or one of those websites and it was like old hollywood tour and they collect you from your hotel in las vegas and they drive you to la drive you around all the old parts of oh, hollywood wow. and then bring you back to la i'll bring was that 16 hours yeah i taste it because it's i think i looked it up from uh los angeles to vegas it's a solid like three and a half four hour drive yeah yeah it's 16 hours so you are tired at the end of it but it was great and yeah. how did you in terms of flights to vegas like who did you fly with where did you go through uh we flew the first time we flew Aer Lingus and then british airways and then after that we flew Aer Lingus and virgin and um, we went through Manchester wanted the flight because mm. there is no direct flight from Dublin to no, Vegas. No, there's great. So I mean, there's great connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, the first connection. time we went through Manchester, no, we flew through London the first time, and then when we were going from Mexico, we flew through Manchester and then to Mexico, then Mexico, Dallas, Dallas, Vegas. And yeah. how long roughly is the flight from when you leave Dublin to landed in Vegas? You're looking around 10 hours. Okay, ten that's hours. not too bad. No, no, it's not. Because no, no, it's not. about 10 no, times. Conne- I mean, the connections are great, be it through the UK or, you know, the US East Coast is so well served yeah. out of Ireland, you mm. know, out of Dublin or Shannon. Um, and the connection times are great, be it through New York, you know, Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, yeah. yeah, Philly. You're never Miami. waiting too no. long. No, no, no. There's great options. Great yeah. options. Yeah, I'd say it's a fairly regular route. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, definitely. And it depends on what's going on in Vegas. Like, if the fights and stuff are going on, mm. like, the flights will be full. I'd say so. Yeah, so make sure you know what times are going. Like, if there is a big fight on, definitely plan in advance because I'm sure everything will be booked out. And then in terms of best times of year to visit Vegas, what would you say? It depends on what you're going for. I mean, you know, the summer months, it's infamous for its pool parties. Mm. You know, like Calvin Harris has his residency and stuff during the summer, if that's what you're going for. If you're going to see a particular artist who's in residency there, Mm. any time of year, um, it's it's an all year it's an all year round destination. Just yeah. be prepared it's for forty degrees heat. Forty degrees, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I mean it's never too late. At the moment, we've still got Adele mentioned the fight there. Is the fight the the fifth of October? Sixth fifth, of October? Fifth or sixth, sixth of, October, of October? I think. Um, I mean obviously over the fight fight dates, but we've still got middle of October. You can still do it for six hundred and fifty for a week mm. in a three star hotel. So that being like Circus Circus with Stratosphere or, you know, upgrade to a, a, a four star for an extra hundred hundred euros for the week. And that would be your flights and your accommodation. That's really, really um, good. Transfers aren't included, but the, the you know, the, sure, the, the airport, airport is parallel. Yeah, the, run, the runway yeah. runs parallel to the strip. <laughs> yeah. um, it's so easy just to get to your hotel um, from the airport. Yeah, we can obviously arrange it as well. But, mm. you know, if you're traveling within four weeks for a week to Las Vegas for 650 per person, great. Into November, you can do it for, you can do you get 599. Bargain. Nine, yeah, in November. Unbelievable. Crazy, crazy, but 
unbelievable. Yeah, more of an endurance test. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> but those prices are brilliant. Yeah, no, the prices are fantastic. I, I just say it's so well served with the airlines that it, 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 it's affordable. Mm. You know, the world is getting a much smaller place. Very true. Yeah. You know, with increased transatlantic connections. Um, and accommodation, accommodation in Vegas is really cheap. Mm. Um, and those prices are based on two people in in a room if it's a group of friends that are going and there's four of you sharing a room which you can easily do in Vegas because the hotel rooms are huge um, most of them have two double beds would have two double beds yeah. I mean the, the room that I stayed in in Planet Hollywood Planet Hollywood have just gone through a refurb as have a lot of the hotels in Vegas mm. um, over the last couple of years and over the next two years they've got a you know an upgrade um, plan in place because the hotels are at that age where they do need a refurb so and you, you can you, see it you yeah, can notice it, it every time I go just something different something so you, different yeah, they're always they're continuously it has to keep reinventing itself yeah. and mm-hmm. it does and it does it really really well but you can easily comfortably fit four people into a hotel room because realistically you're sleeping in it mm. shower changed and you're out yeah you know it's somewhere to lay day. it's somewhere to lay your head so four people in a room and that would bring the price down even further mm. yeah and i've done it i've done four people in a room and it's yeah. fine yeah. and then when you're running around during the day as you're going in and out to different hotels all the hotels have hundreds of restaurants and stuff in them yeah. and the chains yeah. there's johnny rockets everywhere you turn yeah one thing we can safely say is you're not going to starve in America. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think that'd be pretty impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but very affordable. Even even with the tipping, obviously, it's it's one of the things that people always ask if they've never been to the states before. They're always a little bit concerned about you know the tipping culture. Um, if you're ever in doubt, you ask. Mm. If there's normally you know more than four or six people in a party, they will automatically add the tip on, but that will be on the bill or the yeah. check, as they like to call it. But the average is around 15, 20 percent service mm. service charge on top of the bill. Brilliant. Right. Thank you very much, ladies. That was very insightful about Las Vegas. Our first clicky interviewee, if you follow us on social media, you know him as the star of our videos. And if you've read the paper or listened to the radio recently, no doubt you've read his words or heard his voice. He's the face and voice of the company. It's our CEO, Paul Hackett. Hi, Paul. How are you? Welcome to the first episode of the Click and Go Travel podcast. Excited to be our first interviewee. Yeah, I am. It's, it's, It's odd. Being in the office and being interviewed <laughs> by somebody. A bit of a change. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad to hear it. Um, so to start off on a light question, what's your favourite destination? I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. but uh, Yeah, it's easy. I'm very predictable. Um, it's Sitges mm-hmm. in Spain, yeah, just south it. of Barcelona. Um, go there every year. I must have been 20 times at this stage. Oh, wow. Uh, I just love it. It's 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 lots of things. It's a short flight. It's a short transfer. It's only like twenty minutes transfer from Barcelona Airport. Mm. It's a gorgeous resort. It hasn't been impacted or damaged by overdevelopment at all. So it used to be really popular in the sixties and seventies. And if anybody was there then mm. and went back now, it wouldn't hasn't have changed, changed much. So it's retained a really nice lovely Spanish kind of family feel about it. Some great restaurants, um, great beaches, great bars. Such wide appeal. It's it's just, it's a really safe uh, destination. Like, we go, and we've been going for years, and anybody I send loves, loves it. it. And, like, the great thing is, you have a beach holiday, mm. and Sitges is on the main train line to Barcelona. 
quite a lot of people who work in Barcelona live in Sitges. So if you're a holiday maker and you're in Sitges for a beach holiday and you have a cloudy day or you just fancy a break from the beach, mm. you just hop on the train 20 minutes here right in the center of Plaza Catalunya in Barcelona and you can just spend the day in the city. You can have the day on the beach, go into Barcelona in the evening for some shopping. Mm. Not that there isn't some great shops in Sitges, but it's, you know, it is a small it's a nice balance. resort. Yeah. So it gives you kind of the option to do that. Bit of sun in the city. Yeah, it's, it's just ideal. And it doesn't matter whether it's a week or 10 days or whether it's a weekend. It's, mm. it's just idyllic. You should, everybody should go. I am an absolute advocate. I suppose we should ask you a few questions about Click and Go. First of all, tell us about Click and Go, how it started. The story yeah, of well, this lovely travel company. Click and Go is eight years old now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of uh, in primary school in child <laughs> terms. Um, it was a very difficult birth and a very difficult infancy because we started in 2010. We started in May 2010, right at the height of the recession. Mm. Um, and there were four of us and myself and a couple of the other shareholders were looking at the travel market and thinking, do you know, the industry is changing significantly. Um, consumers aren't using travel companies as much as they used to. Uh, the traditional charter travel companies aren't as dominant as they used to be. Mm. And the likes of Erlingus and Ryanair were flying to scheduled destinations like the Canary Islands, like the Algarve, um, Greece, all of the all of the sun destinations, Mallorca, Costa del Sol. They used to just go to cities and then they started branching into the sun destinations. Mm. So that gave us a business opportunity because it changed the model. So all of a sudden you could access scheduled services using Erlingus and Reiner, which the consumer was doing and package it up with accommodation and the bed banks, which are a supplier of accommodation to us, also moved into the market very strongly in the 90s. So the industry was totally disrupted by the way the airlines changed and by low cost carriers. So the likes of EasyJet and Ryanair, which were then followed by Aer Lingus in terms of in the Irish market and followed by other airlines throughout Europe, all started serving the holiday destinations, all started providing scheduled service. And in Ireland, the Irish consumer is very clued into booking holidays themselves. They're very clued into being independent because we are an island. And for the most part, there's only two ways to get off the island. And it's on a blue plane or a green plane. Mm. So the Irish consumer was very clued into going on to Rellingus.com or going on to Reiner.com, booking that and then finding the accommodation. So what we wanted to do was just make that simpler. We wanted to avoid people having to do three or four transactions with three or four credit cards, risk booking the wrong date, having no protection because if they book all of those services individually and something changes, the other providers aren't obliged to row in and fix the problem. Whereas when it's booked with us, if something happens, we have to sort everything out. So we're responsible. Plus, it's just the convenience and ease of one simple transaction. Plus, we're here 362 days a year. If you have a question, you want to change something, you want to add something, something happens, you want a bit of advice. Even before you book and you're looking between different properties, the team out here are just amazing. Like the call center team work 362 days a year up until seven, Monday to Friday. So, and they know the property, which is the great thing. So it was all around those things. You're our CEO. And mm. when I came to Click and Go, I always imagined a CEO would be someone who'd sit in their office. They'd come out for board meetings. They wouldn't really be involved in the day-to-day running. Maybe mm. more if just the figurehead of the company. Mm. Whereas you are extremely involved. Yeah, I guess... Um, Different CEOs have different styles, and mm. my style is probably very hands-on. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I know the business so well. I'm always kind of one eye to the business as well as one eye to, you know, the, the, the kind of strategy piece and the the, the forward-looking piece. 
Um, for me, the CEO is a plate spinner. Mm. You know, you can sit in your office and you can be very removed and very aloof. Um, in reality, every CEO has, has really got three groups of people to look after. The customers, the staff and the shareholders. And it has to be in that order. The customers, the staff and the shareholders. So I like to think I get involved where I can add value and where I'm useful. Uh, and I, I, for the most part, stay out of the stuff where I can't <laughs> mm. or I'm very honest with the people when we have a meeting and I'm saying, OK, IT developers, you're talking to a non <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> a non-techie. Just explain it to me as it is. So out of your role of being CEO, what's kind of your your favorite section of your day job in click and go? Do you know, I, I, I secretly love when my friends and family email in and say, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. Mm. Like, I would have... I don't know. I couldn't tell you how many people who phone me directly or who email me directly saying thinking about a holiday to here. So that gives me a chance to break away from all of the serious stuff mm, and get into and get into research and sales. More. Yeah, get, kind of get into a little bit under the bonnet of our own business and make mm. sure that, you know, it is, you know, simple for them to, to find what they're looking for. Or mm. if they're looking for advice, why why don't we have a bit more content around that? Or why don't we make it easier for them to to be able to do it themselves? Not that I don't want them to contact me. I do. Mm. But it gives me a chance to kind of walk the path that the sales team are walking and you know talk to IT developers and say we need this to be easier we need this to be better or talk to product so what would be one thing that people might not realize about click and go seeing as we're an online travel agency that people might be more familiar with the kind of concept of bricks and mortar travel agency or their own DIYing yeah I think they would be surprised if they realized uh, how passionate we are about travel, mm. how into travel and into the destinations and the resorts we are, how knowledgeable the team are, because mm. all of our Sun Holiday products, somebody has seen it. If they haven't seen it, it doesn't get on the website. So we're very different to other online travel companies, I think, because we're very human. Mm. You know, we are here 362 days a year. We want people to contact us. We want to be very contactable. Yes, if everything works on the website and everything's fine and you don't have to talk to us, happy days. But we don't want to make it difficult if you do need to talk to us mm. or if you're somebody who needs just a bit more advice from a human rather than uh, research you know, online, research online and, and, and reading reviews. If you want to kind of just get a bit more context about mm. a particular property. So I think the human aspect um, for me is hugely important. And the fact that we are so picky about the accommodation. And so what would be your favorite moment out of those eight years and the build-up to our current success? Oh, I think I think the awards, mm. uh, when we get awards, like we have won awards at the Irish Travel Agents Association mm -hmm. for, for marketing innovation. We have won awards from the cruise lines. We have won awards from Deloitte for uh, being one of the Fast 50 technology companies. Mm -hmm. um, and they're great because usually it's a gang of us out at the evening having fun, just relaxed, and and then we, we win something and somebody recognizes us. And I think, you know, yeah, maybe it's ego, but it is lovely to it's get success. It's a nice success. little boost. Yeah, it is. It is just great to get success recognized. So what would be your vision for Click It Go? Where would you see it evolving over the next eight years? Well, I, I still feel we have a relatively small share of the Irish mm -hmm. travel market. Um, I think the biggest single group of consumers who buy travel out of Ireland are still what we call DIY, the do-it-yourself market. 
And I want to convince more and more and more of the DIY market to book with us. Mm. I want them to see the value in booking with Click and Go um, and the service we provide, the effort we make in terms of selecting the accommodation, the whole customer service piece, because we have an amazing holiday support team who just focus entirely on customer service. Um, so in the future, I want us to be more dominant in the Irish market. And as you know, this year we opened an office in Warsaw. Mm -hmm. So that was our first international expansion. So seeing as we've got all the serious click and go questions out of the way, some slightly more lighthearted ones again. What's your passion away from work, not including travel or holidays? Uh, swimming. I swimming. love swimming. I swim with the Erlingus Masters out in Dublin Airport. An amazing bunch of people. And master swimming doesn't mean we're particularly good. It just means we're over 25. Okay. <laughs> and master swimming swims in age groups of five. So you compete mm. with everybody who's in your age group. Okay. So like I compete in the 50 to 55 age mm -hmm. group. And like we have people swimming with us way into their 80s. So mm. and it's competitive. They're just back from the world masters or was it the European masters last week in, in Slovenia. Uh, they're regularly in the UK Masters, World Masters are on in Korea next year. They're already mm. asking about heading to that. So it's it's great. And it's time off because when you're swimming. Your you mind is just focused on it. Well, you can't talk to anybody and they can't talk to you. Yeah, yeah very true. So um, it's, it's really nice downtime because mm. you actually get a bit of time with your brain. Mm. Um, sometimes you're just moving so fast in the water that you don't have time to think because the coach has decided that we're all going to do speed trials. Um, but other times where you are doing a little bit more longer distance in the pool, you do have time. And I, it's at times like that, I'd love a waterproof pen and paper because <laughs> you do get time to think and solve some of the problems. Yeah. Not just work, you know, everything. You mm. do get that little bit of downtime, which is so hard to get in the world now. Like you seldom get time away with your head. Um, so dinner parties, five people living or dead, who would be your ideal guests and why? Oh, um, um, Stephen Fry. Okay, yeah. Just super intelligent and humorous. Mm -hmm. um, Oliver Callan, who is just so funny, but also so politically current and so clever, so knowledgeable, such a bright guy. Um, Miriam O'Callaghan. Okay. Who I really admire and like, and I like her kind of jollity and frivolity. Um, do you know, I'd love to have Michael D. Higgins as a guest for yeah. dinner. Um, and Sabina, maybe, if, mm. if, if, if she was allowed to come along. But him specifically, and I'm not excluding Sabina for any other reason other than we hear more from him. And he's just so, I think he has done an amazing job representing the country for the last Fabulous. seven years. When he speaks, he speaks from the heart and mm. he speaks representing the nation. And you just feel exactly the right person for the job. Is that everybody? Stephen Fry, Michael D, Miriam, Oliver, Seamus Heaney. Seamus Heaney, okay. I would love to have him back. His, his current, well, not, it's not his book, it's a book put together by his family since mm -hmm. his death. His wife and children worked on selecting their 100 favourite poems of Ooh, his. Oh, lovely. Oh, everybody should buy that book. It is just, I, ha I have bought so many copies at this stage. It, like, my friends are now joking in terms of, like, it doesn't even have to be a birthday for them to get the gift of <laughs> the 100 best Seamus Heaney poems. What's a non-negotiable for you in work and in life? Um, there's a couple. Um, I don't have my work emails on my phone. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to have my work emails on my phone. Um, I really think all of us need to understand that we are not that important, really. Mm -hmm. um, that 
we will pop our clogs one day and life will continue. So do you really have to be working when you're at home? I, 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 I love working when I'm in work and I love being at home when I'm at home. So unless it's urgent or unless it's critical, I really think you shouldn't be mixing work and home. I think we're too accessible, we're too available. Um, and we're, we're feeling that there's a pressure that we have to do that. I don't mm. have anybody in here under pressure to, to be answering their work emails or looking nope. at their work emails at home. If something happens like the snow or something critical happens, mm. then then it's different. Then we all row in and that's, that's to one side. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is holidays. Holidays are holidays. Like I do not want to be getting messages about work when I'm on holidays. I don't want to be disturbed. I'm not that important. The people here can make those decisions. And mm. if they make the wrong decision, well, they make the wrong decision. No big deal. But I, I absolutely think that everybody, uh, when they go on holidays, needs to be on holidays and needs to plug out and relax because we are constantly available. And I guess that's the same. Like that, that follows the logic. Like those three things are linked, not having my work emails on my phone. You need to just be to able be, to switch off from yeah, work. You do. I think you're better for it. Mm. You know, like your brain is better for it. You get time with the people at home. You get downtime you get to recharge and you can come back in the next day and pick it up and look you know like it's not to say that i don't scribble notes all the time when i'm at home as to what i must do tomorrow mm. that's fine but i really want to avoid logging on or checking something or doing it good non-negotiables all right yep. i'd agree with them thank you very much for being our first interviewee thank you very much hope you enjoyed it i did yeah i always enjoy it. give me a microphone i'm happy <laughs> well i'm sure we'll have you on again cool thank you Paul. thanks Eleanor. Next is our top travel tips with Stephen. Stephen is a product executive on our product team. He's been in Click and Go for nearly four years and 25 years experience in the travel industry. The product team find the best destinations, flights and hotels for our clients' needs. Yeah, I'm just going to try and give some useful tips uh, traveling as a family with kids. Mm. Most of them speaking, obviously, from experience. We've got a 10-year-old, so he's been traveling since he's four months old you might know Stephen from our family holiday to New York blog or family holiday to Valencia where and his son did his own little blogs that's right Jamie done a couple of blogs Jamie is New going York to be our, our new travel blogger yeah he loves it um, so hopefully these will be of use to families really um, first one is get the kids fully involved in the trip mm. is the main thing we, we buy Jamie a, a diary or a a little journal before we travel and we get him to fill it in every night when we're going out to dinner before we get ready he'll fill his journal in from that day as to what he'd done the exciting stuff that he'd done mm. another good thing to do is get them to keep museum passes uh, water you know when they go to the water parks they get the little wristbands oh yeah their boarding passes and he sticks that to the journal every night so it's yeah. a little memento. It's a scrapbook that yeah, he's as, got. As, as the week goes on or as the two weeks go on or even, you know, next year, years down the line, we'll be able to keep that. Oh, yeah. In my well. memory box at home, I have a little envelope of uh, passes from shows you went in London when I was seven. Like 10 shows, I think we went to when yeah, we were there. All of the passes still sitting in a nice little envelope. All our boarding passes everything oh, from great. every holiday and your parents, done, your parents done that today at the time uh, I think my sister kept them and then okay. I stole them from my memory box yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good um, another another thing that we've done actually with Jamie recently we bought a magnet board so again everywhere we go now we're going to make them buy a magnet pretty much like we have them work as well yeah, yeah. and yeah. everywhere we'll go we'll get them to buy a magnet 
and that that be another way of keep, yeah, keeping yeah, the memories going mm, as well you know but exciting for him as very well. much so yeah, yeah. He, he, he loved give yeah, him the book he wants that. to add to his collection yeah yeah. Exactly. What's he your bank account that. on that one, oh, Steve? Stop. <laughs> He's earning his own money. Um, next one is before you go, teach the kids some local phrases. Yeah. You know, hola. Yeah. Please and Mercy. thank you. Yeah. Everything the, lo- like that. the locals Abrigado. love that. Absolutely. I was just going to, uh, the locals love, love things. It. You go to a restaurant and a child is, is saying thank you in, in the, the local language. They really, the kids love that as well. The kids yeah. really buy it. And the staff appreciate it. The staff well. do, oh, yeah, absolutely, no, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, next one is, it's, I, I find this a really important one. Bring some home comforts for, for the child. A pillow, mm-hmm. um, you know, li- little things like a teddy bear, a blanket, even a cup. Because, you know, travelling can be, while it can be exciting as well, it can be a little bit daunting. Especially for, if you have smaller kids. children. Oh, yeah, Very much yeah, so. Yeah. And I think if they've got their, lit, you know, if, even if they're on the plane, and they're a little bit anxious or, you know, it's not, it's, it's a long journey for going to Vegas or New yeah. York, whatever it might be. And they've got their own pillow, their own teddy, their own cup that they're yeah. drinking out of. I think it just... It's comforting. Yeah, it their is. Their own yeah, pillow is something like that because it's the smell. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. Scent yeah. Of, yeah so in their third and emotional moments, mm. it'll, you know, might, might help calm them down. Um, another one. you mean. <laughs> third and emotional moments is what we call it. <laughs> and, After and mom and dad had walked them up the aisle millions of times to calm them down. And tried to put this them is asleep. the last resort before videos on the phone come out. Yeah, that, we'll get to that in a second, actually. <laughs> um, another thing that we love trying to do is get them to taste the local dishes. Rather than just every single night getting the, the chicken nuggets. Now, you know, yeah. it's, it's not like at home. You know, at home, obviously, there's pressures to get the kids fed and whatnot. But at least on holidays, you might have to, how do I put this, incentivize them, mm. stroke bribe them. And um, <laughs> get an ice cream But, after. you know, even, even little, little bits, even little tastes, it broadens their horizons. Mm. And I just find it, you know, really, it's, it's good to get them that involved. If you yeah. can just get them, just get them tasting little, little things. The promise of a, an ice cream on the way home always helps. Might get them, yeah. you know, or even a bribe. Yeah. The bribe of an ice cream on the way home will definitely work. <laughs> speaking from experience, that ice cream always works. Yeah, This this would probably sound like an obvious one, but you know the iPads, the the tablets, the phones. Don't forget them, first and foremost. Uh, make sure that they're fully charged. Bring a mobile charger. If you can, because the last thing you want is on a long flight or on a, on a long journey, because sometimes it can be long transfers after mm. a flight as well. Um, you know, don't wait, don't wear the battery out too early, you know, in the taxi on the way and the air coach on the way to Dublin Airport. Mm. Um, you know, pick, pick your pick your times, uh, download apps and movies before you get on the flight yeah. you know, before you I leave. I know with YouTube, you can get the premium version for not that yeah. much and you can download your videos offline for such an occasion when a child wants their baby shark yeah for the flight but uh, baby shark but <laughs> i mean just uh, on you know on that subject as well i think try to limit we 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 try and do it as best we can we try and limit the, the usage of the the ipads and, and mm. whatnot to yeah. because it's very hard for a child to experience even even on a flight if they've got their head buried in the, in yeah, the iPad yeah. all the time, no, no, that's easier said, said than done, done yeah. all the time. But Even if like a travel colouring book or something would yeah. be good. Again, Get them excited on the, about a destination. Depending on the, the, the age of the kids. Mm. So that's the useful travel tips for this week. Brilliant. And they keep Jamie all happy when he goes on holidays. Most of the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week on Clicking Go Travel Podcast. If you've listened this far, thank you very much. And thank you very much to our guests, Mairead, Adele, Stephen, and of course, Paul. 
if there's anything you'd like to, us to discuss or if you have any questions this week, let us know on social or on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If you've enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, review, share and tell your friends. Next week on our resort report will be a brand new and completely magical destination for us, Lapland. And our next clicky interview will be with Orla, who's our head of sales. Until then, goodbye.